0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Odie. Deuteronomy Chapter 29, but I do feel that I have a very important word, and I will ask, I covet your prayers that it would not fall on bad ground. In fact, right now, let's get our ground ready. Come on, let's get our ground. Do you understand that's the purpose purpose of the worship session, to get our ground ready? Father, we just, come on, let's come to agreement. Father, we thank you for your word right now. We thank you for such an anointing in the room. And we just speak your blessing over your word. Father, prepare our ground, right? And Father, we speak that it would not fall on stony ground, that it would not fall among the thorns, that it wouldn't fall on the wayside. But Father, we speak that it would fall into good ground. And let it bring forth fruit. We declare that and we speak that in the name of Jesus. And everyone says, Amen. This is going to be a three-part, uh, at least a three-part message that I'm going to speak to you. In my word, I have so many titles. Uh, here's, I wrote down three titles. First of all, let's read Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. We're going to read one verse. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The Bible says, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed, everybody shout revealed. Come on, say it again, shout "revealed." revealed. Those things which are revealed... belong to us and to our children forever. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, you need revelation. But now the purpose of the revelation is not just for you. You know, we need to get out of our self-centered way of thinking. And God gives you revelation so it can have an impact on somebody's life. Amen. And we got, here's what we got to do. I know, I, know, I know I've said this before. But this may be one of the most important messages I feel I've ever delivered. We have to get past demonstration and get to revelation. Demonstration is temporal or momentarily, but revelation lasts for an eternity. Somebody say amen. Can you help your pastor? Pray for me. You know... Here's the three titles. One is The Invisible Things. One is Becoming a Custodian of the Revelation. And the third is Ascribe, and I like this one the best, Ascribe to His Greatness and His Faithfulness. Amen? How many many believe He's a great great father? How many believe He's a faithful father? I said, how many believes he's a faithful father? How many can say he's been faithful to you? How many can say he's been faithful to you even when you didn't deserve it? In fact, right now, I think we need to give him a shout of praise. Come on, come on. I just feel that right now. Come on. He's a faithful father. God is faithful. Amen. So when you here 's the deal when you get revelation and you start walking around in the spirit and, and you start seeing things that in the natural elder are invisible, but they are seen in the spirit realm you know and god 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 dropped this thought into my into my spirit but how many how many you know and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit. We got, we got, we got some scripture. We got time, right? Um, how many have you've lived at your present home for so long that you can get up in the middle of the night and walk around in the dark without running into things? Until your wife moves the furniture. but you know your home so well that you can walk around in the dark. How about this? My wife and I, we've been married uh, here in three weeks. She looks, she's, <laughs> 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 this is dangerous, right? Yeah. <laughs> July 2nd of this year, we have been married for 34 years. Yeah, hallelujah. And we know each other so well that we can be having a conversation. And if, if I don't say something or vice versa, she can say it. Or if, I don't, if she don't respond, I know what she's thinking and I can say what she's thinking. Right? Most of the time. There may be occasions, Randy, where that's not true. But my point is, we have to develop such a relationship with Him that we're not walking around blindfolded, bumping into stuff. And on top of that, we know what the Father is, th- is thinking. And it's not a mystery to us. Are you guys with me? Are we good so far? So, the secret things belong to the Lord, but those things which are revealed, we have to know His voice, so we have to get past the little issues and know God's response to the bigger things. We get so caught up sometimes on the little little things, and, and God is saying, Don't you realize I've already taken care of that. It's time for you to move on to bigger things. But sometimes we spend years on the little things. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time for you to move on. Amen. So. The word that I want to try to get to you is we need to be, here's one of the titles, we need to be a custodian of the revelation that God has given us. Revelation is hidden from the natural. It's not given, it's revealed. You' don't see, you don't see the things of God and that, okay, give, give a scripture pastor. What's the word say? The natural man receives not the things of God, neither can he know them. Those things are foolishness to him. These things are revealed through the Spirit. Now, if you get revelation through the Spirit, and then all of a sudden, these little things in the natural won't bother you so much because you're walking in a different realm. But if you're not walking in the Spirit, you'll get tore up over every little thing because you're walking in the flesh. It's all about knowing Him, and then you walk in eternity. What did Jesus say in His last prayer, John 17? He said, this is my prayer that they, may know, that they may know you, they may know me, right? That was Jesus' Jesus's final prayer in the garden. He wanted his people to know him, amen? So when you act upon the revelation God gives, you gotta hear this. When you act, if God gives you revelation and he speaks to your heart and you act upon the revelation God gives, it determines how far the impact goes. You actually become part of the story. And you're not just a church pew warmer showing up for church every. You become part of this thing. You become part of the story. Moses, Abraham, Paul, David, all of these guys acted upon the revelation that God gave. And that's why now we read about them. They became part of the story. Are you guys with me? Are you guys receiving this? This may not be a high up, shout me down message. But I want to challenge you. You know, I've told you before, sermonettes make Christianettes. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. But see, if you get this revelation, Curtis, you're going to hold on to it. You know, what I'm talking about is you getting something in your spirit and you're going to hold on to it until eternity, until you see it come to pass. Simon heard a word from the Lord, Elder Rice, that he was in the temple and he, and he heard a word from the Lord. He was not going to die until he saw the Lord. And then, and then he's, he's, he's baptizing. Oh, man, I feel something stirring in my spirit. He's baptizing all of these babies. Is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? And then one day they bring Jesus in and he realizes this is the one. He says, I'm good now. I can die. John was out there preaching in the wilderness and, and, God, you know, and God says, You know, you're going you're gonna baptize, you're gonna see you're gonna baptize the Son of God. And he's out there crying out, Repent, you generation of vipers. Repent, repent, repent. And then all of a sudden Jesus comes. He says, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sins of the Lord. He had a revelation and then he saw that thing come to pass. Are y'all hearing me? You gotta you gotta you gotta get that in your spirit, and you're not gonna let go, but I'm gonna see this. Somebody shout amen. You can study and study and study and not get revelation. We can preach, 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 and you don't get revelation. Somebody say amen. Are we good? Deuteronomy, our text, Deuteronomy 29. We look at the children of Israel, 40 years have passed. God is renewing his covenant with his people. It's the passing of the torch to Joshua, and he's saying, I want you to see this, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are are revealed, they belong unto us and our children. So when we become a custodian of the revelation that God reveals to us, that becomes a part of our children. Amen? You got to hear this. God doesn't hold us to the things we don't know, but he does hold us to the things we do know. And I'm just going to go ahead and say and go on record as saying as your pastor, if it's been spoken from this pulpit, it's on you. You're responsible for it. In fact, there may be people, and I know some people have various reasons they can't be here. There may be people sitting at home this morning that were supposed to hear too. Come on. Are you all with me? Somebody shout amen. So when we walk in the truth that's revealed to us. Now here's, I'm really going to get into the meat of the message now. When we walk in the truth that is revealed to us, when a hard time comes, we don't need another revelation. Oh. You don't need something else in the moment of a hard thing because you're not hanging on a demonstration. You have a revelation of who he is. And if you get a revelation of who he is and you go to the doctor and get a bad report a bad report, and, and the enemy starts coming and saying, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, is that, is that, is that your father? Is that really the father? And, and try, you say, oh, no, 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 no. You listen to me. I have a revelation of who the father is. He's already revealed himself to me and he's going to take care of this thing too. I don't need some because I'm not just hanging on that healing that happened once before. I have a revelation of who he is. Are y'all hearing me? Because if we, just, if, if, if we just hang on the demonstration and the healing that happens in that moment or whatever the case may be, we are living from one fence to another. But if we live on the revelation of who God is and then it doesn't matter what comes our way, we, we're still okay. Where's my feeling at? Where's my blessing at? Where's this at? Where's that at? Oh, no, no, no. You don't understand. I'm not going on a feeling. There's, it's more than a feeling. I'm going on a person that gave me a promise, and the Bible says his promises are yes and amen. And guess what? I'm standing on the promises of God. I'm standing on his report. Are are y'all with me? Somebody shout amen. We got to get focused on the invisible. We got to get focused on the things that are not seen as opposed to the things which are seen. We got to walk by faith rather than sight. Amen? All right, here we go. Here's the three part. We're going to do one part this morning. And that is perceive. So look at your neighbor and say, perceive. It's all about the perception of who God is. And it's about how we perceive who he is. And will you guys agree with me that, that the, the world, and, and many, many, many times now, the church has a distorted perception of who God is? And what, what an awesome day to preach this message concerning fa- our Father. Oh, I'll tell you, it's, it's, we're getting ready to take off. It's gonna be good. Who you think God is, will def- it, it will affect your life dramatically. Who you think God is will either make you or break you. Who you think God is is either going to cause you to walk. It's your perception. It's not what, what necessarily just what the preacher preaches or what the singer sings or what the church. It's your perception. Who you think God is will affect your life and how you walk and how you live. And if the world has a has the wrong idea and the wrong perception of who the father is and, and for, for, for many many years oftentimes the church has preached that and then people think that God's against them and that God God wants to see them fail I'm going to tell you something God don't want God wants to see you succeed more than you want to succeed God is in your corner and I don't care what it is you're facing he's doing everything within his power to get you where he wants to get you to because God is for you he's not against you and the word said if God be for you who can be against us? Who can separate us from the love of God? Hey, nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Our Father loves us. Ever who told you God wants you to fail, they lie to you. Big fat liar. Sorry, I'm talking about the devil. Because he's the one that tells us that. Look at Psalm 29. All right, we got to go. I hope you are enjoying this half as much as I am. Psalm 29. I want you to see something here. Psalm 29. By the way, they sang this song at the temple dedication. When they dedicated Solomon's temple, they sang this song. Hallelujah! Somebody shout, "Amen!" Look at. I just. We're not going to read the entire psalm. You can go home and read it. Write it down. Go home and read Psalm 29. For the sake of time, we're not going to read the entire psalm. But look at verse one. Verse one says, "Given to the Lord." And I, I, I talked with Brandon and some in the office this morning about this. Actually, what the word is, and here's the title of our message, Ascribe to the Greatness and the Faithfulness of God. Actually, the word, the word, Jill, is ascribe. Look at your name and say ascribe. Some of your Bibles, does anybody's Bible say that? Yours does. Thank you. That interpre- that's a version that interpretation says a scribe, a scribe, a tribute to a cause. Would your neighbor again say a scribe? When he shows himself faithful, and then we go through a situation where it seems like he isn't faithful, and we hear lies in the midst of circumstances when you ascribe to the faithfulness of God, you hang on to who you know God is even in the, in the midst of that time. The children of Israel, ascribe to the greatness of God. Are you with me? You know who he is because he's revealed himself to you and nothing can cause you not to know who God is. And nothing can, can, can break your, 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 your faith in who he is as a faithful father. Somebody shout, "Amen!" All right, here we go. God illustrated this, Jacob. Or who's doing that back there? Get ready. Do you have these verses? God illustrated this ten times to the children of Israel, and here's, oh, here's where it really. This is the part I really want you to get. If you didn't get nothing out of this message from this point on, you got to hear. You got to hear from this point on. So let me have your undivided attention. God illustrated His power. He demonstrated his power 10 times to uh, the children of Israel before they left Egypt, right? Everybody knows that, right? Everybody say 10 times. Remember, the plagues, all the plagues, 10 times. God says, I'm gonna ring you out. God, God illustrates 10 times to his people his power and then they get to the Red Sea and they look at the Red Sea and they, and they make this statement. They say, "Where well, there are no graves in Egypt that God has brought us out here to die. After God had shown himself ten times. All right? And then they get to Reviton and they say, there's no food. I, we're, we're not, we can put these verses up here. I've got all these verses. You guys, if you guys got them verses, put them up there. Put, put that first one up there about the graves. And then the next one, the next one will be about the food. Then they get out there to them. They have no food. God has given them man, And they says, oh, we go, did we come out here to die of thirst or to die of hunger? And then the second time, and then God gives them food. And they go back to them the second time. And then they say the same thing. Are y'all hearing me? They ascribed to a wrong way of thinking. Brandon, they had been moved from slaves to some of the most wealthiest people. They left Egypt with riches, right? Okay, let me, let me, let me give you a thought you never had thought of before. Do you realize they were just uh, a band of people, but Egypt was a large nation. So they got the wealth of Egypt. Okay, let me see if I can describe this. There's a lot of wealthy people in Texas, right? Oil. Get your neighbor and say oil. Oil. Brandon said oil. Okay, what if you took all of the wealth of a state like Texas and put all of that wealth in the city of Pineville? Sounds like a good idea, right? What are you saying, pastor? I'm saying that every person Became an instant millionaire. Because God took the wealth of Egypt and gave it to the children of Israel, a, a large nation, to a small group, uh, considered to that nation, a small group of people, so all of their wealth made Israel a whole lot richer. Are y'all hearing me? But yet they're, they're still saying, were well, there are no graves in Egypt? Can God not feed us? It's because they were only seeing each demonstration and they weren't getting a revelation of the faithfulness and the greatness of God. Because if they got that, once they got that, they could say, this is the God that brought us out of Egypt. This is the God that brought us across the Red Sea. This is the God that fed us manna. This is the God that fed us quail. We know that he's been faithful before. He's going to be faithful again. But you know what i What I'm facing right now, you can say, this is the God that healed me before. This is the God that delivered my child. This is the God that met that financial need. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to get this in your spirit. Get past the, the demonstration and get a revelation of a long, loving father. And then it changes how you live. Because... I'm just going to tell you right now, guys, if you live on the demonstration, thank God for the demonstration, right? Apostle Paul said, I come to you not with enticing words of man's knowledge, but demonstration and power, right? It's important. We want to see the demonstration. But if you live from demonstration to demonstration, you become a junkie. Well, I'm about to blow up. And then what happens is if you can't get a demonstration here, you'll chase it. And you're running around looking for the next... I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you're running around looking for the next demonstration. You're running around looking for the next, the next move or the next great power. You're running around looking for the next word. If you can't get a word, you'll go somewhere and try to find a word. You know what God says? God says, you need to get a revelation in your spirit, and you're not hanging on somebody else's demonstration because you've seen the power of God in your life, and it's changed who you are. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to get this in your spirit. This is not about just getting demonstrations but revelation. Oh, glory. I hope y'all are getting this. Hey. They wind up at Horeb. And you know what they said at Horeb? Look at let's put one of them up there. Look. Put Numbers 127 up there. Back up. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Back up one. People spoke against God and against Moses. He brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness. There's no food, no water, and our soul knows it's worthless bread. In one place there at Mount Horeb, you know what they said, Brandon? They said, God hates us. Amen. Are y'all with me? Ascribe. Ascribe to what the Lord has revealed in you about who he is. And don't let momentary highs or momentary lows change that. Even keel. Look at your name and say, even keel. Yeah, you need to do that. You missed it, Brian. You missed your chance, Brian. Lisa's not grinning. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa, I love you. Oh, you got to hear this. Can I, can, I, can I slow down just a second? Oh, man. Listen, listen, your circumstances will not automatically bow down to the nature of God. You have to ascribe to God's greatness and his faithfulness and speak to your circumstance and command them to bow to the nature of God. If it happened automatically when you went to the doctor and the doctor gave you a bad report, nothing would happen, right? Right? But yet that enemy starts speaking into your, I command you to bow to the nature of God. Amen? Somebody shout amen. Now, oh glory. Come on back. Whoever's playing this morning. That's our fill-in today, our second string keyboard player. He's a good-looking guy, ain't he? shout amen. Oh, come on, somebody shout amen. Are we having a good time yet? If you're not having a good time, it's your own fault. Amen. I said, if you're not having a good time, it's your own fault. If you leave here unchanged this morning, it's your own fault. If you walk out those doors like you came in, it's your own fault. Because God says, I'm here to meet every need. If you need salvation, I'm here. If you need healing, I'm here. If you need deliverance, I'm here. Whatever it is you need, I'm here. If you leave here any way different, it's your own fault. Got nobody to blame but yourself. If I leave here with a bad attitude, it's my fault. All right, here we go. I want you to see this. I mean, you know, it's so awesome when God gives you a revelation. And, and the point we focus in on this morning is perception. Your perception of God and who he is. Your perception of the Father. And it's so awesome when God gives us a revelation of who he is. And you've never seen this before. Oh, I mean, those will never beyond getting new revelation. Amen? All right, here we go. I'm just about done. the children of israel kept ascribing god as a murderer and eventually he said okay that shakes my inner core right you know what you know what god basically said you know what now, I'm going to give you a word this morning, and this should help you, if you'll take it. You know what God finally said? You have prophesied that over and over and over, and I have given you everything you need, and you have kept speaking that I'm a murderer, and I want you to die, and I want you to starve, and I hate you, so you have spoken that into existence in your life. Oh. When Jesus say, whatsoever you say, that's what you're going to have. God kept showing them. He kept showing them. He kept showing them. And they kept describing to him. Instead of saying God is faithful, they kept ascribing to him as a murderer. God wants to kill us. God brought us out of Egypt and gave us everything in Egypt. He gave, he gave us all the wealth. He parted the Sea. Are you with me? But They kept. They they hadn't got a revelation of his love for them. Y'all get that? Somebody shut him in. So ascribe to what the Lord has revealed to you of who he is. And don't keep don't keep speaking that God's against you because he's not. You know what? That's that's why, that's why, Brandon, that's why, and, and I'm done here, I promise. But that's why the festivals ultimately the festivals were set up for them to remember the faithfulness of God. The festival booths. They get out there and they build these booths. It don't matter if it's raining. It don't matter what it is, Francis. You know, the festival, they're going to remember the faithfulness of God. All right, how about this? What did Jesus say when he said, when you drink the cup and you eat the bread? This do you. It's my blood. It's my body. So we, we, get, we remember who he is and what he has said, and it don't take the next blessing. Oh, we've been blessed out our ears. Just know who God is. Get a revelation of who the father is and ascribe to his faithfulness and don't let the enemy tell you any lies. The enemy says your, ch- your children's gonna uh, fail. No, they're not. I rebuke that lie in the name of Jesus. And I speak that's it's not God's will for your children to fail. It's not God's will for poverty to be in Bell County. It's not God's will for drug addiction to be in Bell County. It's not God's will for prostitution to walk 66. Come on, is anybody with me? Stop ascribing to lies and start ascribing to the greatness of God and start proclaiming His Word. Get revelation of the Word and start speaking it. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to OurFathersHouseKY.org.